again to the Dreamboat Podcast. Happy about a ticket, happy to have you aboard, and welcome. I'm your Captain Connor, with you as always is... I, I'm also your Captain, I'm Scott, I'm also here. He's here too. It's just a, just the three of us here, just me and Scott, and then you too. Hi, long time <laughs> no see. How you been? How's everything? How's life? How's your dreams? Good. good so good. we are the Dreamboat Podcast. We are a dream analysis podcast where sometimes we talk about our dreams, but we're far more interested in your dreams. We are the dream eaters. Of we are the holders of knowledge. We know all of your dream secret. No, we don't. We're we're kind of learning this as we go along with you. We are just on a, your level. We are peers. Just a couple of Gengars who. All we know how to do is use Dream Eater when you fall asleep. Hashtag like Pokemon. Anywho, Hashtag if you have a dream that you would like us to analyze after you listen to this podcast and go, gee, those boys are great, you can send it to dreamboatpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from can you. I? Get at us. Please do. We thrive on your submissions. We eat them. We love them. So you guys are all probably wondering, man, those dream boys, they're so dreamy. They know all those dreams, those boys. How do they do it? Is there anything they don't know? And the answer to that is, we know pretty pretty much as much as you guys ask us. We get the question and we learn. So I've got a fun little thing for you today, Connor. Oh, tell me more. I found a super clickbaity online quiz about your dreams. See how much uh, how much you know about your dreams according to this uh, frivolous news site. I accept your Would challenge. You like to blur? Try not to get a virus. Okay, what is, I'm going to just say yes to all these download windows that are popping up. All right, what do your dreams really mean? Hey, Connor, how do you usually remember your dreams? Are they completely abstract and all over the place, or do you typically not remember, or are they in the third person where you can see yourself, or are they as yourself through your eyes? Hmm. That's interesting, because I kind of have a, combination but i guess more often than not i would say because sometimes they're through my eyes and sometimes they're kind of like third person what was the first question i'm just completely abstract and all over the place Oof, yeah often that too uh i'm gonna go with the third person yeah i remember you having a couple like that yeah i've had several that are it seems to be unusual moving on moving on do you generally recall your pleasant dreams or do you tend to remember your nightmares hmm I think I tend, that's interesting. I think I tend to remember my pleasant dreams more often. Actually, I don't know. I think I tend to remember the bad ones more often because a lot of times when I have dreams, they're like work dreams and I hate work dreams. I would describe the ones you've submitted anyways as being kind of complicated. Yeah. You want to go with nightmares? We'll go with, we'll go with the bad dreams. Okay. Which of these do you see slash experience and remember upon waking within your dreams. So we got six categories here. Bear with me. Hope one is cats. Falling, 
water, animals, relatives, teeth falling out, or pleasant skies? Mm, I'm going to say water. Yeah, that seems to be a really common one in our submissions as well. This is kind of an interesting quiz. I hate to acknowledge that. Well, we'll see what happens when they give us the wrap up. <laughs> How do you deal with stress? Do you face it head on? Do you <laughs> do you just get Oh wow. All right. These are some pretty cringy. How do you deal with stress? Head on, I face the problem directly. Or do mood swings count as dealing? Or with uncertainty and a rampant imagination? Or I attempt to wrap my head around it, bottle it up, or seek guidance? That first one, just head on. Just plow through. That is that is very you. Which of these events do Get you her most done. clearly... <laughs> All right, Lerald, the cable person. Which of these events do you most clearly remember it's experiencing Lawrence. in a dream? Lawrence, sorry. Do you remember traveling... Do you remember funerals? Do you remember being nude, being chased, a graduation, or flying? So this is what you most clearly remember. Oh, Traveling, I funerals. always remember the flying dreams the most. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I live Those for that. Are, that's that good, good dream. It's that good, good flying, hovering, <laughs> jumping, zooming stuffs. Which of these best describes your general and current state of being? Complacent? Discontent? Grateful, sensitive, troubled, or indecisive? Grateful, final answer. Do you want to phone a friend on that one? No, thank you, Regis. <laughs> Which of these do you recognize from your dreams? Paralysis, vehicles, laughing, youth, babies, houses, slash rooms. The wording here is weird. It says recognize. It's like I recognize paralysis and vehicles and laughing and youth and baby. Well, not babies. That's the one I don't recognize from my dreams. And houses and rooms. I would say houses and rooms for me. Same. Uh, these are some personal questions. Are you where you thought you'd be at this point in life? I think so, yeah. Somewhat. Or no. Oh, man. I guess that's relative to like when you asked me that question. If you would have asked, like, 17-year-old me, what would I be doing right now? I'd probably not be being paid to do films. Like, that's Yeah, but five-year-old you thought you'd be a kung fu master at this point. Actually, five-year-old yeah. me wanted to be a brain surgeon. Woof. And then someone told me that you'd spend, like, 20 hours in surgery, and I went, no thanks. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's, like, a long time. I want to get home and play with Legos. Um, You're kind of doing brain surgery right now, man. Yeah, I'll play one on TV someday. I'm going to go with I don't know. Which color palette appeals to you more? Warm colors or cool colors? Cool colors. And smooth jazz. All right. This is the last question. How much sleep are you getting? A good amount? Not enough? Or a full night's sleep on average? I'm going to go with a good amount because I'm generally getting somewhere between six and nine. For me, that's a good amount. Oh, well, I, I'm, I'm guessing this is like uh, the answer just kind of shuffles a little bit of the same exact thing because all it says is <laughs> this image with it is pretty hilarious, too. It's like a woman floating face up in a pond or something. Okay. <laughs> says okay, Ophelia. Says you have an unclear emotional state. So whether it's you personally or 
people close to you. Your dreams are attempting to make sense of muddled emotions. Dreams of houses, whether yours or completely imagined, and occupying specific places in a house are strong indicators of emotional state, uh, especially when the specific room is taken into consideration, i.e. kitchen, bedroom, basement, etc. And our minds tend to associate water most with unclear emotional states. That is true. That we have covered. Or being a fucking, uh, being a swim teacher. Yeah, that, see, that's true. You kind of are uh, throwing a wrench into that whole, into this whole quiz here. If you've experienced water in your dreams, the color, clarity, and even depth can do a lot to tell you uh, about the severity of your emotional distress and also where it stems Somewhere from. Somewhere between three and a half and 12 feet. I'm imagining your mo- emotional distress coming from water itself. My boss. Here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Pretty meta. Yeah, your boss. <laughs> uh, it says to consider working through any problems you're having, uh, evaluating where you stand. Consider so. working through any. Why don't you just consider why don't you working just try through your problems? It? You ever think about fixing it? You ever, you ever it? thought about work. working through your problems? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe yes. you try not having problems. Skate Did you think that, better. Oh, just skate better. Oh, oh. No, you just got a kickflip, dude. That was about as good as I hoped it would be. Although yeah. the questions were more interesting than the answer. If you would like to take this quiz, we're going to go ahead and drop this linky poo in the show notes. Scott, why sure. don't you take a hot second there and go ahead and just uh, copy paste that into an email to the podcast so I can put it in the show notes. Cool. Sounds good. I actually just closed it out of disgust really quickly there. But thanks to my history tab, it is now in the show notes forever and we can never be rid of it. Hey, so guess what, dude? What's that, man? Last episode, I mentioned that I've been having a lot of sort of mini dreams where it's definitely attached to a larger dream, but I only kind of remember a bit of it. Right. Last time was that that uh, never-ending climbing wall. I had, a, I had another one that was sort of attached to a much larger narrative. You want to you wanna hear it? Yeah, give me your piece. Give me those dream crumbs. So I had a dream crumb where I was at... <laughs> someone's house uh and they disappeared for a moment to go somewhere and i was like a bad boy for a little bit i was really hungry in my dream i remember being in their kitchen area and just kind of like going through their fridge and i found just like gross stuff like like a couple slices of sandwich cheese i ate it and i found like pieces of a cookie and their house is disgusting. I remember this kitchen having just the kind of like bachelor house where there's just dishes piled up everywhere. And for some reason there was, I don't know what it's called, like a bunt cake. The kind of cake that you cook in a circle, I think. Yeah, yeah, bunt cake. Yeah, so there's a bunt cake that only has one slice out of it. And so I'm here rifling through the fridge, desperately trying to find, you know, snacks. And the other person's still talking to me from the bathroom or their bedroom or something. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Just stuffing myself with their food secretly. I remembered feeling really guilty about it and being like, I'll just leave like I'll just leave a full bag of cheese later or something. And I go to take a slice of the bunt cake and I upend it into the sink by accident and it gets all wet. Like it falls right into a pot of water. And so I yank it out real quick and it's all drippy. And I'm thinking like, oh, shoot, if I leave it outside, I can dry it off and no one will know or whatever. <laughs> and like, I'm desperately trying to think of a way to oh, cover my bread. Ring butt. it out, ring it out. Yeah, just ring out the cake, dry it. I towel dry it with a rag and then I wake up feeling miserable and oh. like, I hate myself. So, we talked a little bit about houses in this last episode. And kitchens in the last episode as well. Right. So, let's do a quick recap. Freestyle? Recap. I'm in the kitchen. Not my house. Right. So you are 
Stealing from a friend, yes. Right. Eating. In the simplest terms, this is from Rad Owls, James Board's uh, Dream Interpretation Dictionary. In the simplest terms, to eat something means to take it into yourself. You consume it and make it part of you, either consuming information or knowledge, opinions. Gain its strength. <laughs> Give me, I need that. Cheese, I need all the powers of Sandwich cheese yeah. strength. <laughs> cookie crumbs. I was really desperately hungry, though. Like, when I woke up, I was... I was starving so that was another moment where real life was bleeding into my dream but okay it was... so you were you yourself were actually hungry yeah I've, I've done this before by the way my former roommates can attest that i i am guilty of moments of of weakness where there's something in the fridge that you know not mine but uh it's been there for a while you know it's one of those things if it's gonna spoil i'm kind of doing them a favor right oh, i see but I it's see. not a it's not a character trait I'm I'm proud of by any means. Hey, so you're just trying to keep the earth green, right? Don't throw all that food. Yeah. There's starving people all over. That's this my ghost town of a country we live in. Definitely not trying to power Scott up or anything, but with those leftover I, with those three chicken wings, yeah, and cheesy fries. So, so the, you're sneak eating all this your friends' food while they're uh-huh. totally talking to you. Oh, yeah, Scott. Oh, so I was just going over to my grandma's house and she was telling. It's like Cookie Monster, cheese slices everywhere. The Bunt Cake, though, was the real, like, apex of that dream movie. Like, that was the. Uh, what are the three, like, stages of uh, a hero's journey or whatever? You know, there was no redemption here. There was the big <laughs> trial, which was me trying to get a slice of Bunt, and then I just upended it into the wash basin. So, what does a cake mean? Yeah, I think that's like a. There isn't anything a, here, and because that seems like, that seems like the big part here is this cake business. The cake, oh dude, AuntieFlow.com or Dream Bible. Mm. Do AuntieFlow. Yeah, give me that flow though. <laughs> Hidden dream meaning cakes are special because they're made for loved ones. Thanks, AuntieFlow. You destroyed this- somebody's. <laughs> cake for a low. Oh, oh wow. No, no, no. Cakes in your dreams can be a sign of overindulgence, but they're generally positive and well meaning. Okay. Have you been overindulging, Scott? I, you don't have yeah. to get specific. No, I guess I could I guess in a sense, yes, I have been kind of overindulging in in my certain what used to be petty pleasures in my life. I'm kind of ramping up a lot more Diablo than I should. You know, I could be reading a book. But I've been on that, dude, that seasonal rewards are nuts, and they got the new necromancers. On so that's that hard. grind. Yeah. That level grind. So I've definitely been... Mana for days! Bit, I've been overeating the cake for Diablo, for sure. Okay. But, Have you um, been ignoring some friends for playing some Diablo? Not oh, for Oh, sorry, that. guys. I can't. I'm busy tonight. <laughs> can't go to Casey's. Oh, too much work to do. Too much work to do. Grind in the level. Might, might be gotta might be fight sp- bail. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a good one too. I might have been slicing too many bits out of the Casey's cake too recently. So oh, that that oh, might be a part oh, of it also. I see. For those who don't know, Casey Moore's is a very fancy seven-story hotel with fancy martinis that's out here in Phoenix that I go to every once in a while. When in fact, it's just a it's an oyster real house in great the desert. oyster it's house on the corner of Ninth and Ash and Tempe. Check it out. It shouldn't exist. It's it's great though. Would you shout out to Casey Moore's? 
It only shouldn't so, exist for those who can't control their cake. Yeah, so this is probably a, a dream telling me to reel it in a bit, huh? That's kind of what I'm getting. That's what I'm Be thinking. more honest and reel it in a bit. I think just, yeah, reel it in a bit. Yeah. Get your own damn cake. Darn cake. Oh, we're just dropping all these blue words in our last two episodes. I'm so sorry. Hey, For those it's of not you too with bad. I'm going to try to maybe take out my my bad, bad word I said earlier, which me saying it night now defeats the purpose if I already deleted it. So Yeah, no. If I, I mean, I could just curse a lot and make you edit it. That would be a really nice, cool move on my part, right? Yeah, enjoy that cake. Fuck. <laughs> just did it. Yeah, dumb-dumb. Yeah, uh, so... Positive changes are afoot if I encountered a cake or was given cake or served cake to another person. So I don't you think you encountered a cake. You were not given a cake. You I did took the, that cake. I, I you totally took that encountered cake. For all a cake. It's worth, dude. <laughs> I took. I think a, a negative changes are afoot approach to that one there. All right, I feel like we covered that one pretty good. I think so. I feel too. feel pretty bad again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just reel it in, my dude. Yeah. All right, hey, we have a dream submission here the good old-fashioned way in our Gmail from an anonymous dreamer here. Keep the dreams alive. And it goes something like this. I am watching things fall from the sky from the window of a high-rise building. The things are falling in slow motion, and I can clearly see a pair of red and black binoculars. I follow the fall of the binoculars in the backyard where a team of landscape guys are working. I take a mental note of where the binoculars are, and I rush downstairs to get them, but when I arrive, they are gone. I ask one of the workers where they are, very politely, because I'm afraid, and I think he's going to accuse, and he's going to think that I'm going to accuse him of stealing, and I know that I don't care about the binoculars. I just want to verify that I was not dreaming when I saw them fall from the sky. (laughs) Someone, I can't remember who, but I think it was a kid, comes back with a toy transparent plastic gun, and I tell him to be very careful with it, even if it does not look real at all, and a pair of small black plastic binoculars, and they are nothing like the ones that fall from the sky, so it gets very confusing. So confusing that I wake up with the feeling that I did wake up because I didn't like the way the dream was going. Wait, what? So this dreamer was talking to this boy who had a pair of who had a plastic transparent gun and a black plastic binoculars that did not look anything like the red and black ones that fell from the sky so the dreamer gets very confused the dreamer is so confused that they wake up with the feeling that they woke up because they didn't like the way the dream was going huh so they were getting so wrapped up in having this Getting upset Confusion, at the dream logic. Like, you have the binoculars, but those aren't the binoculars that they that they woke up in frustration. Maybe. Hey, that's another one of those things where, like, if you look at a watch twice in a dream, uh, supposedly that's one of those things that can jolt you awake because there's no rules to keep it consistent, but the brain knows better. But there's a there's a question at the end of this. First, we should dissect the dream, and the question at the end is: Do we have control over the scenario of our dreams in order to get out of sleep mode when we need to? But I think first we should tackle this dream. Yeah, so I just did a quick Google search here on, on binoculars because I could not find it in uh, either Ibn Sirin or Debord. Binoculars, when they're being used, are, of course, being able to see something or someone more clearly or the ability to pry into someone else's life. But it, it, in just generally, it says that it's a premonition dream. 
Mm. Sort of like seeing the future, which is really interesting because she wakes herself up from it because of the binoculars. And the binoculars were what woke her or them up. Now, there were f- things were falling in slow motion. So we're watching a bunch of things fall from the high rise building. It hones slow-mo. in on these red and black binoculars. Yeah, what does red mean in, in a dream? That's weird that there would be two. Two colors? Well, just two binoculars. Maybe that's two futures falling out of a window in slow motion. That's some scary stuff. So red is likely to connect in some way with emotions, and emotions associated with red seem to be love, passion, anger, lust, shame, and embarrassment. Also, illness or injury. Thank you, Rad Owl. Well, that's, that's a pretty, you know, vital color. That's the color of... Blood and Clifford and, and all those intense big things, you know. <laughs> and black is usually like unknown, inky. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if we want to run with the future meaning here, or maybe clarity, just like clarity in general. Yeah, the right? ability to see, the ability yeah. to see things clearly, perhaps. Wow, and the black one could be muddled. The red one could be, you know, vitality or 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 power or something and the one that ends up screwing up the whole thing is the little kids fake or poopy ones that don't resemble right just toy plastic binoculars he's out playing detective with this toy plastic transparent gun and they fall into the gardener's work area i wonder if we can freestyle that so what is what are gardeners what does it mean to be so working in a garden landscape guys yeah. And they terraform and uh, they mow and they hedge and they They're staving off entropy, dude. They're trying to push the inevitable away. Eating the weeds. <laughs> that could that could mean Nope, lost it. Almost almost So a change in a way, right? So these binoculars fall into this system of ever of ever change. change, right? Whether yeah. yeah, whether you're fighting the change because the grass always gonna grow back unless you kill it. Always does. Unless you get one of those their Arizona yards with all the rocks and the mesquite oh, yeah. trees. Then all you need is an eight month summer, and then they never never have that issue. Now the binoculars were there, and then they're gone. Kid's got a weird see-through gun. Imagining like a BB gun or like an airsoft. Yeah, gun. I think in like an airsoft, transparent airsoft gun. Now, what I think is interesting is the dreamer wanted to go check on the status of the binoculars to make sure they were not dreaming. The only reason they wanted to go see the binoculars was to be sure that they really saw those binoculars and they weren't dreaming. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's some good intuition While there. in a dream. <laughs> Strange things are afoot. If I had to freestyle this one, I would say this dream, and I'm not trying to cop out of anything here, but I think typically the symbols in this dream could be seen as you trying to get out of the dream kind of from the beginning. Like it sounded like you were never quite, you never quite bought it from the beginning, right? You got the, the binoculars could be clarity or truth. They're falling out the window. That all unravels the dream itself at the end. The kid's got a see-through gun. So it's like you realizing the dangers aren't real. You seeing them as they as they really are. You're calling them out on these bluffs. 
maybe there was a dream message that your subconscious was trying to give you there at the beginning with uh, the landscaping and, and falling in slow motion out of a building, but I think you, your critical brain just cut it, cut it apart too early, and so it never even got to give you the moral. See, I think that this dream is about, kind of like you said, seeking the truth in two ways, quite literally. Seeking mm. the truth-seeing binoculars, but then also in wanting to know whether or not it was a dream or not. You see what I mean? Yeah. So this person... Inside the dream and out. Inside the dream the and out is trying to find the truth about something. And are needing to prove something to themselves that they feel very strongly about or very curious about. Mm-hmm. Strong enough that you unplug yourself from the matrix there. I think they can handle the truth, right? Jack Nicholson's not standing in your way here. You want the truth? You can handle the truth. You got to find the truth. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. Uh, I really hope that was Jack. That I really thing. hope that was Jack Nicholson because I'm a bad, bad movie boy. Anyway, I think it's Jack Nicholson. Anyway, yeah, let's so, tackle uh, that last bit. The last bit was a question about are there ways to know you're dreaming or to wake yourself up? And, and we did cover a little bit of that on our lucid dreaming. Well, sleep right, because, pro- well, I think it was with lucid dreaming because the way you achieve lucidity in a dream is to realize you are dreaming. But right. That is not to wake up from a dream per se. So but this is probably to stay inside that dream so you can fly. Manipulate it. If you're me. So, so what I looked up was ways to and this might be useful for some of our listeners who are curious on how to bail out of a nightmare or a recurring dream that you just don't want to deal with again. There's there's a few steps here that I've found online, <laughs> of course, that are rigorous fact checking here. Lay it on me. Oh, dude, and of course the first one's the most brilliant. Just set an alarm, you ding-dong. <laughs> Just put an alarm there. You can, you can wake yourself out of it. That's not very useful. Uh, that's, how I end up, that's how I end up not dreaming a lot, is I have to wake up from my alarm. Anyway. Yeah. Allowing light into your sleep space tends to kind of de-intensify your, your sleep state. It might be a little easier to wake up if you have light like a nightlight going on around you. Interestingly here, they also recommend calling out for help in the dream. And as a, a little aside here, my, I've had experience with this where like I, I hear, <laughs> I think it was like my dad was dreaming once and he was just trying to, he was falling and he was going, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we had said that, at the top we said that, that sleep talking yeah. is hereditary. It bleeds funny. in, so... Yeah, no, so that's, yeah, a, that's an option. Is call to, out for help in your dream. You, you might snap yourself out of it. Because you always see it in like the movies and in the cartoons. The person's like running away from the bad person. They're like, oh, oh just like, wake up, wake up. I need to wake up. And then you wake up going, oh. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they're like all sweaty. This one's really interesting. I'm going to try this one next time. Try blinking in your dream. Okay. When you blink in the dream, your eyes should close. And when you open them again, they, they have a chance to really open in real life. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, isn't that cool? So just try to blink. And then the last one here tells you to try and fall asleep in your dream. And the, the, the <laughs> suggestions are pretty hilarious. Doesn't that just get you deeper and deeper into the layers of the mind? Yeah, just over and over. Well, it says the easiest way to do this in your dream is a wonderful mental image. Is Carry to get a on sleeping your knees, bag? 
No, get on your knees with your face on the floor and stretch your arms behind you like yoga style. Nice. And you'll be asleep, a.k.a. awake. I don't know about that one. I do want to try the blinking one. That one sounds pretty interesting. I don't know. I'm kind of really down just slumping over in folded leaf <laughs> pose. Just, just face to floor. That's how I sleep. Face, face down, down, ass up. up. That's the way I like to dream. Yeah. <laughs> to the same mind. Cool. I said the bad word, though. You said the bad, bad. I said bottom. That's not a bad, bad. It's only a three-letter word. I, it can't be bad if it's three. I don't know why you put your donkey so high in the air. <laughs> yeah. That's the way we <laughs> <Yeah>. whoop whoop. <laughs> hey, so it's been a while since we've done us a Jenna joint. Oh yeah, and Jenna was so awesome sending us a whole dream journal, and we, we like picked a prime rib. Can I read this one? Yeah, dude, lay it on, cause yeah, I think you. I, I took a little sneaky peek, but we have a great Jenna joint, and a good shout out to there that do suffer from sleep paralysis. It's a thing. It is a thing. Thank you, Jenna. So we have a dream here. Uh, I didn't get consent for these two names. So two friends picked me up from a warehouse that we hiked through. I remember trying to walk across this water pool without falling in. One of them went the wrong way in my neighborhood, and I wanted to play with the various Black Panther cubs and black cats that I saw roaming around before they disappeared. We finally made it to my house, and I got dropped off. I go to a sign and play in the grass with a Black Panther and Tiger Cub, and I tried to Snapchat them, but got it wrong. And then my dad showed up and got in the way. I woke up yelling at him to move. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got friends, and you're hiking Home. through a warehouse. Oh, the warehouse, right. Uh, and like a water pool. So the water we already know. We can tackle the ones we know here already. Right, walking over water. Yeah. That's the the subconscious or mysterious layer to life kind of thing that was way too too general but you know what was it it was it was the subconscious or hidden dangers or hidden knowledge right it was obscured by the water that's what it's supposed to be association with emotions right so you're skirting you're skirting along the edge of your emotions and uh or 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 mastering them one of the two because it seems like you're having a great old time just like walking right over this water pool right and there's kittens everywhere i'm gonna look up uh kittens kitties (laughs) but hiking through a warehouse what is a warehouse warehouse is where you store a bunch of stuff and that seems interesting too to me like the idea you talk about buildings being representations of yourself and your psyche so you have this warehouse which sounds like a great symbol of the unconscious and or or like your mind or your Storage, memories hard drive yeah right right on the whole the old solid state hard disk of our brain here chemical disk brain mm-hmm. and you're able to kind of go over some stuff that's happened in the past with like a cool and level head just skirting right over those watery emotions wow there's a lot on cats here none of it's that good this is Ibn Siren yeah uh, okay so, just generic cats represents uh, that. Don't make no sense. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cruise a bit through. The, oh, you know what? Why not? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Cat in a dream represents a book of records from your business, an inheritance, or your work. It means shunning your husband, wife, or children. It could mean fighting, theft, adulter, <laughs> disloyalty, adultery, eavesdropping, backbiting. 
a bastard child. Everything represents a bastard child to Ibn Sirin. So it's it's all these sort of like well, the idea of a negative book of things records, that are a warehouse, yeah, pools of water and emotions, a cat book of records, book of rec. So this is like memories going on. Are they uh, strolling down memory lane? Oh, that's an idea. Ends with but having a good old looking, time doing it. Yeah, and it ends with you trying to Snapchat them. So it's you trying to share your memories. So according to J.M. DeBoard, cats can be a versatile dream symbol commonly associated with femininity. However, symbolism can also be created from other typical cat traits, such as curiosity, independence, and lisure. Lisure. Okay, I, I figured it would be more than just... But also depends on what you think about cats, or in this case, what Jenna thinks about cats. Seems like she's pro-cat. Professional cat. Yeah, she's just a pro-cat. And then in, in this case, also, the context appears to be adorable like it's little kittens and it's like wildcat what should be a dangerous animal is in its most adorable tiny portable form what would that mean how would you freestyle that one well so curiosity that jungle p- can be killed. very dangerous good thing we get nine tries at it am i right Ooh, well <laughs> Dude, we're just coughing up hairballs i mean dangerous stuff can be fun when you have it in small doses. But when that that, uh, really fun little thing becomes a habit and turns into a a big, bad putty tat of a panther in the big (laughs) leagues, then you got yourself a problem. It's a bad, bad. And a tiger cub. Tigers in a dream. Tigers in a dream. I've been serious probably. Tiger cub and panther. Does it have panther? Let me check. It's worth a shot, because that dude's going to tell us about whatever, a fish with a donkey head or whatever the hell. Does board have anything on panthers? No, but he has stuff on tigers. Tigers can be associated with temper, interesting, because they're so ferocious. It says to see lynx. Should I go see lynx? That's kind of a cop-out. Yeah, it's cop-out. Let's talk about tigers. Tigers Tigers can be fierce and powerful, but they're little tiny tigers, so maybe you... Tiny and fierce. Tiny uh, tiny anger. (laughs) Tiny tempers. Tiger cub can symbolize a young child, your inner little tiger. Ooh, now he has leopard. Is leopard closer to panther? I think so. I think so, too. They're probably the same. Let's check it out. Family. In the presence of a leopard, panther, or a jaguar in a dream. Thank you, James DeBoard. Ooh. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Can be an alert to danger or warning against vulnerability because they are particularly stealthy. Huh. Warning against vulnerability. Right, so be, I mean, yeah, you're playing with them right now, but you're you're associating like playtime and fun with these things that are going to be could be very dangerous with you later. Okay, I see a what quick, I mean. Yes, I, I was going to do a quick freestyle on that freestyle. So, well, not only that, but you've got you walking along the edge of this pool, it's a little dangerous. You're walking. You guys are going in a neighborhood. And uh, one of you went the wrong way. A little dangerous. You're playing with like panther and tiger cubs. A little dangerous. Like literally little dangerous. And then at the end, you're just Snapchatting them. So I think if I were to just totally 
distill this dream into one little drop it's of like, what the heck it's it like could be. Flaunting little danger, yeah, distill it. It's like playing with danger and willing to throw a Snapchat filter on it. Your brain's going, hey, like you know, you're doing good, you're fine. Realize though, if these things get enough raw meat, it's going to turn into a problem. When these things grow up, if you let them, if you're still hanging out with them, when these when these little dangers get bigger. And maybe that's your dad showing up being the voice of reason. Perhaps your dad was always the one to be hey. like, hey, don't you be climbing on that bookshelf. Hey, don't you forget to wear Snapchat your helmet when you ride tiger. your skateboard. Don't yeah. forget to put on your seatbelt. And so your dad came in. And maybe he was, a, he was you know, your, your subconscious warning you of the possibility of some danger or harm. That's all I got. No, that's good. That's perfect. That's actually like the perfect wrap up too. Not like a dad and a dad in a dream doesn't always it can just mean authority or protectiveness, that kind of thing. So that's that's yeah. your subconscious, yeah, trying to maybe clue you in on the potential dangers of these little kitties you're snapping. Le snapshot. Le petit snapshot. You ever take those care classes in elementary school? No, cat, what are you talking about cat abuse resistance education? No. Really? No, it's just making a dare joke. Oh, <laughs> okay. I was like, sign me up, dude. I want to, want to be on on the good side of cat knowledge. You know what's pretty good? I yeah, think what? so. I was gonna say, I think that was a great one to end on. It was good to get another great dream about cats. I'm very pro cat myself. Send us all your cat dreams, folks. All of them. Give, give them, please. Right meow. That was, that was an easy one. That was a bad one. Yeah. Well, and if you do have those dreams about cats or otherwise, you can always send them to dreamboatpodcast at gmail.com. And hey, if you like or interested in specifically when we use the resource, the Dream Interpretation Dictionary Symbols, Signs, and Meanings, we are ramping up to have the author, J.M. DeBoard, the Reddit Rad Owl, as a guest, our first guest. That's correct. Well, it, other than the Emer brothers, but they were, we're talking like a whole episode here. Yeah, and those dream, those those doctors, just total weirdos. We're probably better off with a real, a real expert. And then having him here also would mean that uh, any questions you have about s- symbols that you want answered from someone who's not a a goober and perhaps a little more professional, we can get you in on that one too. Yeah, questions you have for him about dreams. That would be a great one to send in to us for that episode so we can get him to weigh in on them as well. And then next week, we're going to have Ibn Sirin on to discuss his... Oh, wait, no, he died in the 8th century. Sorry. No, yeah, back from the bad. grave. My oh, bad. my gosh. Ibn Sirin's bones. Hey, but we're breathing the same air that he breathed in, right? Whoa. Isn't that science? Or maybe at least some of his, like, dust. Maybe, yeah, some of his... <laughs> Ew. <laughs> we are all made of the same atoms as Ibn Sirin's. <laughs> 8th century well, we'll, bones we'll Ibn see you guys next week ooh Ibn Whoa. see you later <laughs> thanks for tuning in everyone ride those sweet, waves sweet dreams surf those dream boards do a boogie dream surf have fun bye <laughs>